This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, if uh, you've been a recent visit to, to, to Hura Otago Museum, and particularly if you've been to the Animal Attic, uh, you will have seen a, an amazing exhibition that's on there at the moment. It's through until the 9th of October, Anatomy Lessons. And on the line now, the artist responsible for the exhibition, Michelle Beavers. Michelle Morena, good to have you with us. Nice to be here. Now, uh, this exhibition uh, features life-sized sculptured animal skeletons, um, an amazing and really interesting project, and it's a project that goes some way back for you. Yes, I started about 17 years ago knitting um, animal skeletons, and the project evolved um, into this kind of uh, political statement about uh, extinction, really. I do have to ask, um, what was the first creature that you started on and and what was the inspiration at that time? The first animal that I made was a horse, but the first uh, skeleton that I made was a human one. So, uh, And it was in response to uh, personal you know, loss. We all experience grief as we get older and... Um, that uh, I was knitting to kind of uh, knit myself out of grief, really. Anatomically correct or otherwise? Uh, otherwise, I would say. That, uh, knitting uh, and the way that I do it is a very lossy process. The, um, the, the animal bones get drawn and photographed and then the patterns get made and then the knitting takes place over a number of years sometimes so really um, it can't be it's not that accurate it's a really interesting choice of location for this exhibition the animal attic uh, which is a you know a much loved gallery of Victorian taxidermy um, talk, talk us through the process of of, of deciding upon uh, this place uh, well it just happens to be I knew that uh, the the Otago Museum had a giraffe skeleton and so I approached them to draw it and I sat with them um, with Emma Burns for three days and we talked about various things and we talked about the possibility of having some of the earlier works uh, in the museum and then when the giraffe was finished post-COVID, um, uh, that's when it all came to fruition. So um, it was it was kind of fortuitous, really. And the gallery, the museum was really great to work with. You've got something on a massive scale like that, a giraffe, the large, large animal, going down to what creatures of what size? Uh, there are some very small frogs as well. So there, there's an elephant and there are two giraffes and some gorillas, a dolphin, turtle, an emu, a koala and some tiny frogs. You would like people visiting to be thinking what as they are checking out your exhibition? I would like them to be thinking, uh, well, I would like them to be feeling sad about uh, the state of the planet, really. Um, and uh, in the individual stories that are associated with the, the knitting that I've done um, is a sad tale of human responsibility um, 
and um, dastard, dastardly behaviour, really. For example, Topsy the Elephant, the story behind Topsy the Elephant was a circus elephant that was electrocuted um, uh, as a kind of a sideshow event, really. And there's a film about the electrocution of Topsy the Elephant. So, you know, those kinds of cruelties are... are um, I want them to... I want people to think about them, certainly. When you do something that's on large scale, you know, like a giraffe, you yeah. no doubt most of us would think about the challenges to how you actually make that something that can stand, be erect, be, you know, stand as if it were, uh, you know, a, a strong skeleton. How have you dealt with those kind of challenges? Most of, most of what I do as a sculptor is about problem solving. So um, uh, the bigger the challenge, the better, really. Um, the the the, the giraffe is a steel, has a steel armature um, under it so that it won't fall on people and crush them. Have you had the opportunity to be at the exhibition while people have been walking around, taking a look? Um, have you tuned into any conversations? Yeah, yeah, it's been quite uh, interesting. I've done a number of talks at the museum and... Um, uh, people cruise around the sides, which has all the taxidermy, and they don't really notice the animals until it's kind of the last thing they notice. And then they go, they notice that it's an animal, but then um, it just it doesn't really occur to them that it's knitted until they get up close and they can see the um, they can see the stitches, and that's kind of a miracle, really. They they like light dawns on them and then and then you can see them thinking oh my god somebody's made this and oh my god that's a lot of hours to be knitting well how many hours say for something like the giraffe i think someone calculated um the whole the total number of hours in the show so uh, to something like 300 no 36,000 hours wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it yeah. makes me an expert three times over <laughs> of my own work. You know. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking one of the things that such an exhibition might do for me if I was walking around it is to make me question, you know, um, the other places in the world where we keep animals in captivity for the for the pleasure of uh, of you know being able to visit. Um, and this is an alternative. You're putting your representations of animals in different ways and still creating a discussion and still creating some joy around it. Yeah, well, I I think that the reference to the zoo is quite um, uh, apt. Um, I. You know, they're places. The museum and the zoo are places of wonder for children, and um, I think, and as adults, uh, places for disappointment. Really, from uh, at at you know keeping animals in small cages and you know things like that, and you know thinking about the um, the Victorians' mania for collecting you know, species to the point of extinction, uh, which, you know, goes on today. And, of course, we see some representations of extinct animals in, in uh, Animal Attic. That's right. That is right. Yep. Is this... Um, and, yep. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, is this collection for you um, ongoing? Are you building upon it, or uh, is this project finished as far as you're concerned now? Uh, I don't think I can stop now. Uh, it's you know, it's an impossible task, really, to knit every um, every animal that is going extinct in my lifetime. But it's uh, it's one that I almost have to do. <laughs> Yeah, so I have to keep knitting, I think, because uh, I, I knit to uh, alleviate some of the eco-anxiety that I feel. Mm. What about other aspects of your practice? What else uh, are you currently occupying yourself with, Michelle? Uh, I have a, la- a large work that I'm making at the moment for a show that Bridie Lonnie is uh, curating at the art school um, and that will be opening on the 18th of October um, so come along to the opening and um, meet the artists and um, Adrian Hall is in it and David Green so it will be uh, up for two weeks so that's what I'm working on now Well you have until the 9th of October uh, if you haven't already done so to check out Anatomy Lessons Michelle Beaver's exhibition at Animal Attic at Tahura Otago Museum thought provoking um, and surprising too by the sound of it Michelle really appreciate the time you've taken to join us here on the Awesome Morning Show Thank you Thank you Bye bye This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air